Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home-Based Services. Love this version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kamakawiwiole. Great version of this, just on YouTube. It's got 1.2 billion views on YouTube, so look, look this one up. Really fantastic version of this song. It is the week of May 8, 2022. Got a little summer weather coming at us this week. Uh, Going to be in the mid to high 80s just about everywhere. No rain uh, for the next several days, it looks like. It's a good reminder as we pre prepare for the summer months to make sure clients, especially those without without air conditioning or those that may be in danger or fear of uh, having electricity turned off, that we're checking in on them frequently. Um, some of our larger areas, there are cooling cooling stations that will be open during the summertime. Um, if they don't have an air conditioning, of course, that way they have to make sure they have a way to have moving moving air in their house, making sure we have, wa we have water, they have water and running water to drink. Um, if you have families or clients that do not have those things, make sure you reach out to your supervisor and uh, you know, say once we, once we get into the, into the summer months, it's gonna be a couple days of it, but it's a good reminder to start looking into those types of things right now. Wanted to send a congratulations out to Diana Huddleston, uh, Region 15. Diana was selected as the winner for the gift card for this week. So Diana, be on the lookout. I'll be emailing you a gift card from Amazon here in a, in a little bit this morning. So be on the lookout for that. So thanks to, uh, thanks to Diana for listening. And participating and she was randomly chosen so if you want your chance to win make sure you listen somewhere in the episode we'll have a, a question for you and you'll have your chance let's start with a success story this is uh, given to us uh, region 16 and uh, Martha rising presented this one and uh, it's in relation to Amanda Gore and uh, her work with the family says Amanda has been working with a mom that had been using substances for years and had been dodging our services. She had not seen a doctor in over a year and had medical concerns with her lungs. Through perseverance, Amanda was able to get the mom to engage in services and got her medical help. The family case manager was going to close out the referral, but mom was wanting services and still needing a lot of help. There were issues with poor maintenance in the mom's apartment, which exacerbated the client's health conditions to the point where she was in the hospital. Amanda was able to advocate for the mom and was able to get her a new apartment. Amanda was able to help mom move her stuff to the new apartment, and now mom's health is uh, improving. Mom has been clean now for over five months, which is awesome to hear, and uh, the mother is now able to do in-person visits with her daughter. So obviously, we're on a rocket ship to positivity. A lot of positive changes happen with this family. We know these stories are happening all the time. We don't share them enough, and we want to hear more about them because there are a lot of wonderful, great things happening because of the work that you all do with these families, and we want to share those with you as much as possible. As we said last week, uh, May has been designated as Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. During the month, we proudly celebrate Asians and Pacific Islanders in the United States and pay tribute to the generations who have enriched and strengthened our nation. IHBS is also very proud to acknowledge and celebrate our Asian American and Pacific Islander team members. We encourage all teamers to learn more about the history of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and the challenges faced on the announcements that uh, are on and placed on Case Win. There's a lot of resources there. Personally, I've looked into some things and I learned about a little bit of this, but I did some more looking into it. Um, of course, 1941, uh, when 
World War II was basically started with the, with America joining with the, uh, the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Uh, two months after that, per, uh, President uh, Roosevelt, fearing that Jap Japanese immigrants or those with Japanese ancestry had taken part in planning of the attack, they issued an executive order to place more than 120,000 Japanese Americans living on the West Coast into what they called internment camps. Uh, basically, those are military zones that were created on the Pacific Coast, states with very large populations of Japanese Americans. Uh, through that order, those people were forcibly removed uh, from their homes, and they were placed in these camps during the during the pretty much the lifetime of World War II, which ended in 1945. According to the National Archives, approximately 70,000 of those targeted are, were U.S. citizens and no charges are made against them at any time. Most lost their homes, their businesses, and belongings and were held there, like I said, until the war ended. In 1988, President Reagan signed a law apologizing for the civil liberty injustices and then paid $20,000 to each person who had been incarcerated in these internment camps. If anyone's heard of George Takai, he's, uh, he was the old actor that was in uh, Star Trek many, many years ago, but he's a current civil rights activist. He actually wrote a book. He was he was actually in these internment camps when he was a, when he was a child. Um, he wrote a book called "They Called Us the Enemy," and he also had a, a play that he put together, a musical that, that ran on Broadway called "Allegiance." So, something I've done for myself to look into it a little bit. Um, like I said, it was a, a time when when uh, the decisions were made to make those decisions, which looking back were not were not right. Those were hopeful. Those were attempted to be righted in some part by President Reagan, but something I learned as we looked into, uh, as I looked into Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I encourage you all to do that as well. Next announcement, talking about um, supervised visit cancellations. This actually came out um, several months ago, but I thought it would serve as a reminder. Actually, I think I saw Region 15 actually put this out, but I wanted to share it with everybody again. Ever become frustrated when you have transported children to a supervised visit and the parents failed to arrive? We know how harmful that is to the children when mom and or dad fail to arrive for a visit and we are there to see the sadness and disappointment. When these things occur, team members must always be there to support the children and try to lift them up when this happens. We must also begin to plan for the future so that the children do not have to feel this way again. First step is to reach out to supervision to inform them what happened so we can begin the process of exploring a mandatory call ahead with DCS approval so the parents are held more accountable. With DCS approval, we can implement a two-hour, 24-hour, or both to hope eliminate any chance the children had to be put in those situations of heartbreak when mom and dad, a man and or dad, do not show up to see them. We also need to coach the parents on how harmful this is to their children. Uh, sometimes there are valid reasons, sometimes there are not, so coaching parents is vital. We also understand how frustrating that can be for the visit facilitator when you fully expected a two- to three-hour visit and the parents no-show. Therefore, all team members who have transported children to a supervised visit and the parents no-show will now be eligible to bill for an additional one hour to help supplement the lost time. This is paid at your higher rate of uh, pay for hourly staff, and all team members will get an hour credit towards their monthly family engagement. In order to get credit for this hour, you will have to have transport the children to the visit location, wait a minimum of 15 minutes, and transport the children back to the placement after efforts to contact the parents go and return. To document this time, you enter the transport and attempt SV and transport like you always have done. To get paid the additional hour, hourly team members will go to your CTT time tracker, click on add time, enter one full hour of time beginning with your uh, end, when your in visit or in transport ended, sorry. Click on the activity type and select attempt SV. 
add the appropriate note and click submit. Salary team members will go to your salary billable timesheet, select attempt to SV, add in the drop down, indicate one hour, click the plus button, click the save button, and that will give you that time. Keep in mind if you do have other non-client -face, non face-to-face work during this hour of allowable time, you will be paid for the attempt to SV additional time at your billable rate of pay. You will not be paid additional time if you complete any work that creates an overlap during this hour. If you would happen to engage in a face-to-face -face session with a client within this hour, you'll be credited with the full hour for the attempt to supervise the visit and will get credited for a paid time for time spent with that client. We have also capped this as they'll only be paid on any one case a maximum of three times. And lastly, you must document this as stated above in the CTT time tracker or salary billable timesheet to be paid for it and the billing department will not be reaching out about this. Lastly, it must be documented as directed above and you'll not be able to add this after your weekly uh, documentation has been submitted. Again, that was a lot. Go to the announcements. They're posted on Casewin on the left-hand side under resources. Go to announcements and you can read this full announcement or your supervisor will also have these in writing as well. Opening paperwork packet. When completing intake documents via paper form, please review and submit them to your team leader. You should first scan the documents to yourself and then forward them to your team leader with the subject line including the case number, service level, and level number. Once reviewed by your team leader, they should be sent to the following email account, which is intake documents all together, all lowercase, intake documents at ihbs.us. Electronic intake documents are required for all assigned service levels. This includes cases that were assigned at the onset of services or were transferred to your caseload by another team member. Paper intake documents should only be used if you're opening a case that has not yet been assigned, which is TVA or coverage, or the form that you need. Um, is not available electronically, which would be the supervised visit notes, safety plan, or release of information. Again, opening paperwork packet will be sent to intake documents at ihbs.us. It's 401k time again. Team members who have been employed with IHBS for at least 12 months as of, as of July 1st, 2022, which would be start dates of July 1st, 2021 or before, are eligible to make contributions to our 401k retirement plan. Those hired between January 2nd, 2021 and July 1st, 2021 are newly eligible and will automatically be enrolled at 3% contribution of your gross wages. You're able to opt out if you choose. IHBS will match you. So for example, if you would save 3% of your each biweekly paycheck, IHBS will match your 3% into your 401k account. If you contribute 4% of your wages each, each and every two weeks, IHPS will match 3.5%. And if you contribute 5% or more, IHPS will match you at 4%. So you put money in, the company also puts money into your account with these safe harbor matches. Those already con contributing are eligible that are not, this is time to make changes to your plan. You're able to go to www.401k.com to visit the Fidelity website to review your contributions, investments, and beneficiaries. Another way, to, another way to communicate with Fidelity Investments is to call them. A lot of people find that the most helpful. 800-835-5097, Monday through Friday between 8.30 to 8.30 Eastern Time to speak with representatives or get assistance with logging on to the website. You can also download the Fidelity Net Benefits app on your personal phone as another option to make changes, etc. Those not yet enrolled on 401k.com can do so now if you haven't already. 
Changes to your 401k plan must be made prior to July 1st to take effect in July. Changes made after July 1st will not take effect until January. Again, the Fidelity web, um, uh, phone number is 800-835-5097. You can also contact Old National Wealth Management Representative Jason London, and he can assist and advise you with uh, different plans, if uh, certain retirement plans you want to go into. He can also talk to you more about a the regular 401k or the Roth 401k, which is a pre-tax or post-tax option to talk you through which is best for you. Jason's phone number is 812-464-1348, or it's Jason, uncommon spelling, J-A-S-E-N dot London at oldnational.com. It's also a great time to review that you have beneficiaries named or select them if you don't. Taking the time to choose your beneficiaries now can help your family avoid probate court later. Please tell your family or friends if you've selected them as a beneficiary because your beneficiaries must contact Fidelity themselves to receive their assets. Fidelity will distribute your assets to your beneficiaries without requiring a will or other legal documents. Again, this can be accomplished by going to 401k.com or downloading the Fidelity Net Benefits app to your phone. We will be putting out educational information on 401k as times come up. But if you have any 401k questions, you can also call Gary Emmons, myself, 812-598-7448, or I've sent an email so far about this. You can respond to that email, gemmons at ihbs.us. Another reminder, TB test. So if you've uh, received an email from Elizabeth Atterbury, 2022 TB test, action required. It's a reminder that TB tests are required. Um, if you haven't had one in the last six months, you're required to have a TB test. If you have questions about TB tests, call Elizabeth Atterbury. Another reminder about company car maintenance. Got to keep regular maintenance in our vehicles to keep them in good shape. One of those, besides oil changes, is also tire rotations. Tire rotations are good to happen every other oil change. If you have questions about maintaining your car or when you've done certain things, you can reach out to Bill Strange or Melissa Hux. They can help you with that. But make a note and a reminder that every other oil change, you should be getting tires rotated so that the wear on the tires remains even. Another uh, announcement about documentation. Our documentation is a very important part of the services that we provide to families each and every day. With visit notes specifically, the attendance details uh, section often lacks certain information. Per the field staff practice guide, the attendance at visit field should include the first and last name of everyone who's present and what time they were present, which means to include the time they arrived and the time they departed. It's important for every person. For instance, if you arrived at the office with the children, say their names are Ascot and Garrison Cap at 355, the, pets and, uh, the parents Stetson Cap arrived at 403, and the FCM stopped by at 450, in the notes you should include the arrival and the departure time of everybody that was there. If you have questions about this, this is very vital to do so, but if you have questions, reach out to your team leader about this. Another reminder of the referral bonuses we have. We're still in need of uh, qualified, dedicated people to do the very work you do every single day. If you know anybody that you feel would be good at this, um, make sure they're reaching out to Ireland. You could be in line for a referral bonus, $1,500 to you if they came from your alma mater within the last two years, or 1000 if that doesn't, if that's not the case. We're also looking for help in our IT department, uh, someone to help manage all of our devices, iPhones, iPads, and some other tasks in IT. It'd be an entry-level position, but we are looking for someone to take over that task. 
So we were looking to add to our, our IT department to help with that organization of all of our devices that we use. So if you know someone that has a little bit of IT experience or has, uh, has some de definite knowledge of how iPads and iPhones work, we have an ad out there. They can also reach out to me to get more information about that. But if, uh, again, if you know someone, our ad will be on Indeed or it's on our website, ihbs.us in the employment section. Uh, but be on the lookout if you know someone that you think that may not be a good fit for the field, but would be good to join our IT department. We're looking for someone to do that very thing. So look on our, on our website, ihbs.us, and that uh, under the employment section, you'll see an IT support position there as well. Memorial Day is coming up. Memorial Day is going to be on uh, the, the actual days, Monday, May the 30th. Keeping that in mind, documentation for the week of May 22nd through the 28th is due on Sunday, May 29th, 2022 at 8 a.m. Again, the reason for this is that our billing department is going to be working on Sunday, May 29th. Um, it's important for them because it's a pay week that all your documentation is turned in on Sunday morning so they can get to work on it. Holiday will be Monday, May 30, for those that work Monday through Friday or have a flex. Those that are Tuesday through Saturday will have off Tuesday, May 31st for their holiday. Those that work Sunday through Thursday will be off on Monday, May 30th. They are, you are required to, required to work Sunday, May 29th. If you have specific questions about the day you should get your holiday, let us know. These uh, should be, this was emailed out by Elizabeth Atterbury. It's also posted in your offices. If you have questions about the holiday, reach out to your team leader or human resources, and we can help you with that. Here's our question for this week. So if you want to be entered into a drawing for a gift card, we're going to go back and talk about 401k again. I talked about that if you put in percentage of money, IHBS will match you a percentage of money to go into your 401k account. Give me at least one percentage that IHBS will match you to. Give me all three if you want, but what percentage will IHBS match to your 401k account by how much you put in? So if you put in 3%, how much would IHBS provide to you? If you do four, how much would IHBS provide? If you do five or more, how much does IHBS match your 401k? Let's talk about Parent Cafe for this month. Parent Cafe is titled Labels, Harmful or Helpful. First edition is Tuesday, May 10th today from 11 to 12.30 Central or 12 to 1.30 Eastern. There's also two more offerings, Thursday, May the 12th from 1 to 2.30 Central or 2 to 3.30 Eastern. And then Thursday, May 19th, 5.30-7 Central, 6.30-8 Eastern. If you ever have questions about parent cafes, please follow them on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook and put in at IHBS Parent Cafe. You can always reach out to Deb Cooper, 483-8369, or dcooper at ihbs.us. Reminder, parent cafes are open to parents, foster parents, grandparents, caregivers, and anyone who works with children. For those that are foster parents, foster uh, parent credit is provided. The Recovery Community Cafe Spring Series continues. May 10th, Goals and Motivation is the topic. Recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance use connect with supportive community and build resiliency. Each week we talk through a new element of recovery, how it's showing up for us as individuals, and what we need to be successful. These meetings happen on every Tuesday evening from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern. To register, refer, or ask questions, you can go to again, Deb Cooper, 483-8369, or Recovery Coach Amanda Colvin, acolvin at ihbs.us, or 812-583-1480.
You can also go to the website, Recovery Community Cafe Spring Series Eventbrite.com. Then lastly, Tuesday, May 24th will be the day for our staff cafe on creativity. Again, that's Tuesday, May 24th, 9 a.m. Central or 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Staff Cafe is a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for IHBS team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. These are hosted on Zoom. Deb Cooper, once again, is putting those together for us. These should be in your offices hanging around. They're also in the, in the, they'll be emailed to your supervisor with the announcement this week. There's a QSR code to register. Um, another wonderful way to uh, get involved with your coworkers. That's a good idea for sharing. Again, uh, we, we want people to be able to come together, figure out ways to be more successful, and not only your professional life, but your personal life as well. Again, Staff Cafe on Creativity, Tuesday, May 24th, 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern, hosted on Zoom by Deb Cooper. I think that's going to do it, everybody, for the announcements for this week. There was a lot of them. Everyone have a great week, everybody. Take care. Thank you for taking care of kids. Stay cool out there. Keep doing what you're doing. Building change with families is so important. We appreciate all you do, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week.